2: Hello, I'm Monica Reinagle and you are listening to the Nutrition Diva podcast. Welcome. Today's topic was prompted by an email from Stephanie who wrote, if you need to overhaul your diet, are there some things that are more of a priority than others? What's the best order to tackle the changes needed to rebuild a healthy diet? I love this question because it shows that even if her diet does need a total overhaul, Stephanie understands three very important things. Number 1, building a healthy diet is an ongoing process, not just a single decision or resolution. Number 2, trying to change everything at once is likely to backfire. And number 3, some things are more important than others. So, this is a great topic for us to explore. Of course, it's a little hard to know what sorts of changes Stephanie should make without knowing what her current diet is like, but If it looks anything like the typical American diet, then the very first thing I'd suggest would be to eliminate or drastically reduce sodas, flavored waters, juice, and sports drinks. Why? You know, I try to avoid focusing on individual foods, food groups, or nutrients as the problem or the solution. On the other hand, this one just feels like low-hanging fruit. Most Americans are consuming about twice the maximum recommended amount of added sugars, and about half of that is coming from sweetened beverages. In other words, eliminate this one category of foods, and we would take care of our sugar problem in a single swipe. Moreover, you lose nothing by eliminating them, these drinks don't make you feel any fuller than you do drinking just water. They offer no nutritional benefit whatsoever. And yes, I am including the ones with vitamins in them, please. And I will make an exception for sports drinks, but really only for folks who are engaging in intensive exercise for more than 60 minutes at a time or exercising in extremely hot or dry conditions. These guys really can benefit from the sugar and the sodium in sports drinks. But most sports drinks are consumed recreationally, and in that setting, they are the same as any other sugar-sweetened beverage, just empty calories. My second priority for your dietary overhaul would be to eat more fruits and vegetables. Fruits and vegetables are the most nutrient-dense foods in the diet, providing more nutrition, For the calories than any other kind of food, and they contain valuable compounds that you just can't get from other food groups. Even better, they tend to displace other less healthy foods from the diet. If you were to eat at least five servings of vegetables and a couple of servings of fruit every day, you might be surprised how much less room there is in your life or in your stomach for other snacks and junk food. And besides, when you're trying to make lasting changes to your diet, I think it's a lot more effective, not to mention just more fun, to focus your attention on the things that you should be eating more of rather than on the things that you're trying to avoid or reduce. If you need some practical tips on how to get more vegetables into your diet, check out episode number 65. It's an oldie, but a goodie. The next thing I'd suggest you tackle is is eating fewer processed snack foods. Now I want to avoid painting all processed foods with the same brush. First of all, some forms of food processing are actually valuable, serving to make healthy foods safer, more convenient, and more nutritious. And let's be honest, not everyone has the time, the space, and other resources required to prepare all of our food from scratch. However, I think we could all benefit from limiting our consumption of highly processed and hyperpalatable snack foods. They don't add much nutrition to the diet, and they are notoriously easy to overconsume. And that's because they are literally engineered to override our better judgment. So if you want to reduce the amount of processed foods in your diet, I would suggest focusing on that snack category. Instead of chips and cookies, Try snacking on whole fruit, raw vegetables, maybe with some hummus or some guacamole, a handful of nuts, a smear of nut butter, perhaps some string cheese or whole grain crackers. But do remember that even healthy snacks still need to fit into your daily budget for calories, sodium, sugar, and so on. So don't increase the quantity just because it's healthy. If you're on a GLP-1,
0: you're probably loving the results. But how do you feel? All of those side effects can take a toll. So now what? Get to GNC. We'll help with solutions to address those side effects and keep you going on your journey. GNC. Human nature can get a little messy, but nature nature is powerful enough to save us from ourselves. Seventh-generation laundry detergent lifts away tough stains with a 97% bio-based formula. For when you think whipping up yellow curry chicken in white pants is a great idea, totally not speaking from experience. Let nature do its thing so you can feel confident doing yours. That's the power of 7th Generation. Find 7th Generation laundry detergent and fresh lavender and other scents at SeventhGeneration.com.
1: It's time to breathe easier this allergy season with Breathe Right Nasal Strips. With instant nasal congestion relief for up to 12 hours, you can spend your time on your terms, not on your noses. Stuffy nose from outdoor allergens? No problem. We got you. Allergy season just turned into stripping season. Instant relief from nasal congestion anytime, anywhere. Need more convincing? Click the banner below and get a free sample. Breathe right. Get your strip on. Use as directed.
2: If you are eating a typical American diet, these three simple changes that I've just outlined would be nothing short of transformational. If you've already got these covered, then the next two steps I'd suggest would be to limit your consumption of deep fried foods. Not only are they very likely to be high in calories, but most deep fried foods, especially those from restaurants and fast food places, also are likely to contain a harmful compound called HNE, which forms when vegetable oils are heated. HNE then ends up in the foods that are cooked in those oils and it's taken up in the body, where it can have some damaging effects. The longer or the more frequently you heat up oil, the more H-N-E it will contain. And that's why it's really not a good idea to reuse cooking or frying oil. And most restaurants not only fry foods in vegetable oil, but they reuse the oil over and over again. But to be honest, the reason that deep fried foods makes my short list actually has less to do with the toxic compounds that it contains. Your body has an impressive capacity to defend itself against harmful compounds. It's really because consumption of fried foods tends to be linked to overall poor diet quality. So making an effort to limit your consumption of french fries and other deep fried foods may influence where you go out to eat or what you order when you get there in ways that are likely to have a positive effect on the overall healthfulness of your choices. Try it and see what happens. And by the way, if you want to minimize the formation of harmful compounds when cooking at home, the easiest thing is just to make olive oil your primary cooking oil. Contrary to popular belief, olive oil is absolutely safe to use even at high temperatures. And for more on that, check out episode number 528. And finally, a good way to round out your dietary overhaul would be to limit refined grains, but also to eat all grains in moderation. We hear a lot about the benefits of whole grains. We're told that people who eat more whole grains have lower rates of heart disease, cancer, diabetes, obesity, many other diseases. But this isn't quite true, or at least it's not the whole story. People who eat whole grain products, such as whole wheat bread, instead of refined grain products, such as white bread, do appear to be healthier. But most of that benefit comes from the fact that they have reduced their consumption of refined grains. When people simply eat more whole grains without reducing refined grains, they don't necessarily get the same benefits. And for more on this, please check out episode number 155. Now, I want to be clear. I'm not suggesting that everyone needs to follow a low carb or a grain free diet, but limiting your consumption of refined grains and eating all grains in moderation is a good way to upgrade the nutritional quality of your diet. If you're typically eating six to eight servings of grains or grain based foods a day, see what happens if you limit it to just three or four. And if that prompts you to eat more vegetables or more legumes, I think that's probably also a win. So to sum up, here are my five diet overhaul suggestions. Number one, eliminate or drastically reduce sweetened beverages. Number two, eat more vegetables. Number three, reduce your consumption of processed snack foods. Number four, go easy on the fried foods. And number five, eat grains in moderation. But what about all the rest? What about Pesticides and hormones and plastics and acrylamide and high fructose corn syrup and phytates and all of the hundreds of other things that might be standing between you and dietary perfection. Well, you know what? If you've got the big stuff taken care of and you still have energy to tackle the little stuff, be my guest. You can find episodes on all of the topics I just mentioned and much more in our archives. But if you haven't taken care of the big stuff yet, I think focusing on all the little stuff is sort of a waste of energy. I want to thank Stephanie for her question. And if you have a question that you'd like me to answer on a future podcast, you can email me at nutrition at quickanddirtytips.com. You can also leave me a voicemail at 443-961-6206. I'd also like to invite you to check out my other podcast. It's called The Change Academy, where we explore the art and science of creating positive behavior change. And we're running a special series on the Change Academy podcast starting on December 26th. It's designed to help you get your mindset tuned up for a healthy new year. And you'll find the Change Academy wherever you're listening to this podcast right now. Nutrition Diva is a quick and dirty tips podcast. It's supported by Brandon Getchis, Nathan Semmes, Davina Tomlin, Holly Hutchings, Morgan Christensen, and Cameron Lacey. That's it for this episode. Thanks so much for listening. I'll see you next week.